Hi, I'm Sam Fesich from the EduMagic Podcast, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Welcome to Fresh Air at 5, the podcast. I'm your host, Brian Carpenter. Fresh Air at 5 is my regular attempt to exercise by walking about my neighborhood to take in podcast content, then reflect in an unedited video, which I finally post to my Twitter channel. This podcast will be a regular collection of the audio from these selfie videos. You can follow me on Twitter at Fresh Air at 5 or check out my website, BrianCarpenter.com, for other content I have created and collected. Monday, July 26, 2021, out here for Fresh Air at 5 this morning on this beautiful morning. Sunrise is here this morning at 5.28 a.m., I think, or maybe it's 5.35. But the point is, is the sun is rising a whole lot later as we move into the end of July and August due to the solar cycle. And uh, I find it fascinating just thinking about how long and how fast the days change as we move away from spring, uh, you know, summer solstice, and as we approach winter solstice, and the days get so much shorter um, as we move through the equinox periods. It's like sine wave math from high school, where we learn about the sine wave, and I, I find it fascinating. Okay, so I'm just curious about that, and I find it fascinating, even though I kind of understand it, it still is a wonder point for me, as I get out every day. All right, this is episode 31 of Fresh Air at 5, the podcast. This is the daily segment that you'll hear today on Twitter, but that will be part of episode 31, coming out in a week. Thanks so much. And Bye-bye. four days on Fresh Air at 5. So, uh, my creative way of approaching what I'm listening to this week is to listen to what's up next. So my Apple Podcast player gives me my um, listen to now and the what's next list. So if you're a podcast that is in my podcast queue and you have a podcast co- coming out this week, then I will likely listen to it. So that's my What's next? All right, this morning I listened to episode 53 of Overthrowing Education as Pesheva talks about asking questions with Connie Hamilton, who is a questioning guru. And fascinating to hear you talk about the need and the power of asking questions, wait time, and how do we do that? I find, and something that I found curious was, Connie, how you said if you know the answer 100% that you're not learning. So where do we put the flexibility into student responses? One more second, hang on. One more thing for July 26, 2021, still reflecting on episode 53 of Overthrowing Education. Uh, Connie talked about uh, how we you know, expect responses from students, you know, and she said that if we know the answer 100% of the time, are we learning? 
through inquiry, you know? So if students know the answer or teachers know the answer, where is there room for that wonder and curiosity to come with not knowing the answer? So do we ask students questions they know the answers to? Or do we ask students questions that are challenging to them because they don't know the answer, but they might know the answer, but they have to put it together in such a way to dig it out of the other content that they already know. You know, content-driven teaching is important at a place, but inquiry will take that content-driven to a different level. I remember when I was in university and I was a chemistry student, chemistry major, and I was learning chemistry. And I learned chemistry knowledge and science knowledge like crazy. Like I learned a lot of it. There was a lot of expectation for me to learn all this material. But as I got through my bachelor's degree, I... It took me until I was in probably late in third or fourth year that the science knowledge that I was learning started to become curious. Yes, there was curiosity. There was wonder. There was this and that. But did we actually do science? Science, the act of asking and proposing a question, making a hypothesis, designing an experiment, and then testing something that we actually don't know the answer to. Most of the labs that I did in university were asking the question, can you follow a procedure? And they were very procedural. And we, as the lab instructors, knew the answer. If the student made this product, they knew how to do it. But that's the, that's the very surface level. That's like asking Google questions. So can how do we design experiments? How do we get at um, deeper thinking? So thank you, Connie, and Bathsheba for your thoughts. Appreciate it. Have a fabulous day. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Another one more thing for July 26, 2021. I just listened to Small Bites podcast with Hedrick Nichols as she talked in this the being the part two of a conversation with Dr. Sheldon Akins about critical race theory. Now, for me, where I live here in Canada, yes, race and uh, cultural sensitivity is important and it is different than it is in the United States. But you know what? As we can see from the later, from the recent days, there's been some stuff going on in Canada in the past couple hundred years, past hundred years that was not good. It was actually pretty bad. Okay. But anyhow, as I started listening to this, I walked into the conversation that Hedrick was having with Dr. Sheldon Akins. And thank you for having this conversation about critical race theory. I don't know much of the ins and outs of critical race theory, the CRT, um, but there is another CRT, which is culturally responsive, or as you said, Hedrick, responsible teaching, culturally responsible teaching that we as educators need to uh, engage our students with um, so that we can raise them to be empathetic citizens in our world. And as we move through this thing and we work through it ourselves, you know, we have to figure out what our own biases are, what our own, um, you know, tendencies are as we step in to talk about being American or being Canadian um, or wherever you are in the world to, you know, your students and their response to their culture around them. And so 
I'm going to have to go back and listen to part one because I'm missing part of this conversation. And uh, thank you for having it last week. I think it was last week. But later today, I'm going to go take a listen to that. And uh, thanks, Sheldon and Hedrick, for bringing this to the fore because it's not you guys alone that are bringing this to the fore, but Dr. Aikens and your um, leading with equity, I believe it's called, you know, this is the work that you're doing and Hedrick, you're doing this same kind of work. And we need to be thinking about this as educators, as we work with our students. Thanks. Bye. Hey, PLN, it is Tuesday, July 27th, 2021, out here for fresh air at five and enjoying the morning. The days are getting shorter and it's noticeable already that uh, the sunrise is about three or four minutes or two minutes later than it was yesterday. And uh, it's noticeable as I'm getting up at 4.30 to get my son out the door and get out in the street. All right, this morning as I... Uh, listen to a podcast. I listened to John Spencer on the new uh, the Creative Classroom podcast, and uh, John, you talked about empowering readers, and you have a three-part series that I didn't hear the first two parts of, but uh, with my up next series this week that I'm listening to, um, yours is the next in the line, and so I listened, and the title of your podcast was read more, work less. So my pre, um, my thoughts before I got into the podcast was, well, yeah, that kind of makes sense that we need to do some more reading before we do less work. And what I heard you talk about was an intervention reading program that you had used in the past that required students to read a small chunk of text, but then the worksheets and the, the, the comprehension questions and all that would take so very long and you know as an adult reading if I had to read a small passage and then answer a whole bunch of questions um, it wouldn't be very engaging and I like how you talked about getting the students to read a whole lot more and also changing the title of the course that you were teaching from intervention to enrichment because that label change can simply make a difference for students that they're in a special place instead of a special place if you know what I mean and so I like that you talked about the accountability shift and how we shift accountability from teacher driven watching students making sure to having students own their learning and that owning their learning is a huge thing I think that's what we want to do and need to do in not just reading but in all areas thanks John for the provocative thoughts take a listen to john spencer the creative classroom one more thing for july 27th 2021 episode 748 of the 10 minute teacher podcast with vicky davis had a special bonus episode that wasn't 10 minutes long it was longer than that and it was fabulous because vicky interviewed a veteran teacher a veteran kindergarten teacher mrs howard who had taught in vicky's school and had taught kindergarten not necessarily in her school only but had taught for 44 years and that's a long time mrs howard that's a very long time and you know that and i appreciate hearing your story about how you have impacted the next generation the young people that come into our school that need to learn routines and and processes and the things that you do um, that we do in school that makes school what it is it's it's awesome to see 
how you grow into these kids. And, uh, and that growing has to do with, uh, you know, you being consistent, you being there, you caring about the students. And you said that you need to come to school every day, ready for school and being present in your grade that you're teaching and loving the job that you're doing. So I hear passion coming through you as you talk about, you know, what you enjoyed about it. I can imagine that doing this for 44 years, you had the repetition of the years behind you to go, this works and this doesn't work. And that those things that don't work didn't get repeated very often, but those things that did work, worked and was fantastic. Thanks for sharing your story. Vicki, thank you for sharing Mrs. Howard with us. And it's inspiring. 44 years. That's a long time. That's really long. And I'm really happy um, Mrs. Howard to hear that your relationship with God has had a significant impact. Mine too makes a difference as I go to school. So thank you all and thanks for listening to this and take a listen to Mrs. Howard's story on the 10 Minute Teacher Podcast. Hey, PLN, it's Wednesday, July 28th, 2021, out here for Fresh Air at 5 this morning, and it's 5 o'clock a.m. right now. What were you doing at 5 o'clock a.m. this morning? Well, I got up, got my son out the door to work, and now I'm out walking and learning. On my, my series of listening this week, I'm listening to what's up next in my podcaster. And so up next is... Another episode of the 10 Minute Teacher Podcast that I listened to yesterday, and this is episode 749, Vicki Davis, and she brings us co-author Jal Mater of the book In Search of Deeper Learning. And Jal and Vicki have a conversation about what's missing in school for deeper learning and how do we get there um and so thank you Joel, for sharing your thoughts thank you for bringing your ideas about how we can do that that are outlined in your book and uh something that you know we face a little bit here in Canada, not as much as you in the United States, is standardized tests. Um, and so teaching to the test compared to doing those creative things. And Vicki, I thought it was curious how you said that you, during your teacher evaluations, had to prepare for, you know, being observed in a traditional manner, which is crazy because if we don't do that all the time, but that's what admin has on their checklist of things they have to check off, then that's just unfortunate that that checklist is what it is, as opposed to are the students learning, you know, and how, what's the evidence of that learning? And I don't know, maybe having to fill in a long answer response as opposed to checking off boxes that the students sat quietly for so long etc and also bringing out the uh, the human part of what we saw with the pandemic and student engagement in their online you know hybrid um, from home space thanks all that's great bye-bye
Up next for July 28, 2021, episode 79 of the Define University podcast with Lindsay Titus. And Lindsay brings a special guest, someone that is becoming near and dear to my heart because I've heard her now on quite a few podcasts sharing her journey. And it is Debbie Tannenbaum. Big shout out to Debbie. All right, Debbie, good to hear from you again. And thank you, Lindsay, for having Debbie onto your podcast to come at telling her story from your angle. Because every podcast I listen to you, Debbie, I get a little bit more about who Debbie Tannenbaum is. And so it's so fantastic to hear more of your story, hear more of your journey, things that are the same, I hear those, and things that are different. Something that I heard this morning was that you talked about your passion, about doing things that bring you joy and uh, bring happiness to who you are and what is your thing that you do that you bring to your classroom every day. And so I'm trying to figure out and craft that out. I have things that I bring to my classroom on a regular basis, things that makes Carpenter's class what it is. And being able to articulate those things, that's the funny thing because it's like, well, that's just what I do. And, you know, being able to write down and say, I'm all about Adobe Spark and teaching creativity using this platform. And not just stuck on Spark, but being able to teach creativity. And so that's something that is about me and uh, Lindsay. I'm Brian and I am creative. And so that is what I am about and who I am first and foremost is that I am Brian. All right, so understanding who we are, congratulations, Debbie, on working on your fitness. That's great to hear. And it's so cool to see Lindsay and Debbie talking after they've been connected educators now for about a year. And Lindsay, thanks for sharing how you watched Debbie grow her book. Happy day. Bye. Another up next this morning for July 28, 2021. And I saw in my up next list, because that's how I'm doing it this week, is whatever's up next is for educational podcasts is what I'm going to listen to. And so I had to get this one in so it didn't slide down the list because new things are coming out. So this morning, uh, my last segment for today that I uh, podcast I listened to for today was George Koros on the Innovators Mindset podcast season two episode 30 as he talks with debbie tannenbaum and transform making um learning sticky with her book and debbie i probably got the book title wrong i'm sorry and i will but anyhow debbie's got her book transform people you should go get it i have it i'm about to start reading it very very soon had another book that i've been reading and i'm a slow reader so that's why debbie i haven't read it yet but it's fantastic debbie again this is like a two for this week that i heard your voice again on George's podcast as well as on Lindsay Titus um, on Define University podcast. So take a listen people to Debbie talk on one of these two podcasts um, with Lindsay Titus or George Koros and George thanks for bringing Debbie 
and talking about the um, importance of making connections and bringing your story. You know, when, when we feel like we have imposter syndrome and we don't have a story to share and like we are just little old me that you, you know, you brought up at the end of this podcast, you said, well, if you're going to go to a job interview and they're going to ask you, well, what value do you bring? You'll go, um, well, I don't know. And that's exactly it. We do know, but we are um, you know, ashamed or scared or worth. Don't think that we, well, not ashamed, but we don't think that we have anything to share. And we do have stuff to share. Like me here, I'm sharing my thoughts about the podcasts that I listen to. I'm bringing connections so that people um, can listen to podcasts and be reminded of things they should maybe take a listen to. They should do be more intentional about. And for me, my podcasting that I do and my walk gets me out into my beautiful neighborhood. I get to get up and get some fresh air in the morning and that's what I do. Thanks Debbie, thanks George, have a great day, bye. Hey, PLN Thursday, July 29, 2021. And thank you for joining me this morning on my walk as I'm out for fresh air at five. This morning's Up Next podcast because I'm doing the Up Next in the queue every day this week. So it's easy for me to find the first thing in my queue, which means that the things that I didn't get to yesterday might be pushed down in the queue. I'll catch up on them later next week. So don't feel that if you didn't publish yesterday that I'm not gonna get to your podcast but I will so this morning um, I listened to my EdTech life episode 80 congratulations Fonz on hitting the 80s that is fantastic and it shows your dedication and your persistence in content creation and the uh, um, amount of work that you have been doing so fantastic I just crossed over myself episode 30 this past uh, week that's coming out actually tomorrow so that'll be my 30th episode of fresh art five all right so on episode 80 of my EdTech life Fawns talks with brand strategist and graphic designer nick de cuevos and i apologize nick de for uh, mispronouncing your last name i think i got your first name right but i'm not sure so i apologize for that but what i learned and heard from nick de was her passion for graphic design and about color and color trends and looking at how color and culture we use our color in our culture to communicate so many things and so <clears throat> i appreciate hearing you talk about that and uh, i'm going to go take a look for your color trends course and uh, see what you have to offer there i'm a big adobe spark guy I don't have the credentials behind my name yet as an Adobe educator, Adobe, uh, yeah, creative educator, but I'm going to work on that so that I can get some of that going. Um, I appreciate hearing your story, where you've come from, and your journey as you uh, have been a graphic designer. One thing I picked up and heard from you is that people don't value the logo and value the work that it takes to get to that. One, one second, I'll be right back. 
one more thing for July 29th, 2021, continuing my thoughts about Maya Tech Life episode 80 with Nick De Cuevos as she talks about graphic design. I was saying that people don't value the logo. They don't value the work that goes into design because they look at it and go, oh, it's just so nice. It's so simple. But that's so simple takes a lot of work to get from something that is even simpler and something that's ugly to something that is elegant. And so thank you for sharing that. That is important for people to hear and know that it does take work and effort to create graphically. And just because it's electrons and it's on a digital manner doesn't mean that it didn't take a lot of work uh, to get to those things. Uh, my logo that is here for Fresh Art 5 is uh, a work in progress and it's something that I'm continuing to work on and develop and these are the kinds of strategies that I talk to my students about as I teach media design here in my school. Um, uh, you talked about five points that were at the boat eight minutes left in this podcast so go back and take a listen to episode 80 of my EdTech life to the last at eight the eight minute mark of at the towards the end I don't know how many minutes into the episode that was but uh, Fawns lists five things that you brought up one was a passion for learning two was studying and you know practicing and it's not about perfection but it's about practice and also about um, empathy and how you need to be empathetic towards those that you're working with so that they can feel part of the process because if they don't feel part of the process and we're just making and creating for ourselves to project onto them and say there you go hope you enjoy that you know and they don't enjoy it then that's not working all right appreciate fawns you bringing nick day onto my tech life and uh have a fantastic day enjoyed it inspired and i'm glad to hear that as a professional you're using adobe spark like claudio and others all right bye-bye one more thing for July 29th, 2021, as I'm out here delivering papers this morning, I listened to three questions that of, of educators who inspire that George Koros had on the Innovators Mindset podcast. So the short segment that he has attached to the longer segment, and today's guest was Morgan Michael out of Victoria. And Morgan, I'm just across... Johnson Strait there and uh, just across in Abbotsford, BC. And it was great to hear your story about those that inspired you and how you approach, you know, parent-teacher interviews. And I like your advice about, you know, parents want to know whether, you know, you have the capacity to take care of their kids and like their kids, you know, how they're actually doing, not sugar-coated, and what they can do to support their child at home and in your classroom space. So thank you so much for sharing that. I look forward to your longer episode. And yeah, that teacher burnout book that you're writing, I'm, I'm not there but you know just to prevent from being there can i get a pre pre-copy of it you know read it ahead of time that'd be fantastic just kidding you don't have to do that but george would like to read it too so the two of us if we can get a you know the manuscript ahead of time that'd be great and i'll still buy the book all right okay thanks morgan thanks george you guys rock have a fab day got another podcast let's do bye-bye
another up next for July 29th, 2021, Monica Burns brings us the Easy EdTech Podcast, episode 122, one, two, two. And so on this episode, I learned something that her Easy EdTech Club membership is open right now. So if you are not a member, go over to her website and find the link to join her Easy EdTech Club. So I'm telling you about it. I'm going to go join in a moment when I go back in the house. And uh, so thank you, Monica, for that opportunity. All right. So what's going on with this episode 122? She talks about the pros of Potty PD and how we can use Potty PD to get a message and present professional development learning opportunities to our colleagues at our school. So what do you do? You take and you make a poster and you stick it in the washroom at your school, above the sink, above the hand dryer, maybe in the stall if you're being brave enough to do that and, uh, you know, get people's attention that they can learn something while they are there for a short extended period of time. So um, then, you know, she gives tips on how to set that up templates to use Google Slides, Canva, or, um, you know, Adobe Spark, my favorite, and how you can use that to set up templates that you can use over and over to get messages out each week. You can invite other people to join you in presenting content. So why should we get started with this? Because we can make a difference in other people's lives. All right. I got some ideas brewing. I should write down a list of potty PD topics that I could share so that people can be better than they are now and better in the future. All right. Thanks, Monica. Appreciate it. Have a great day, everybody. That's it for this Thursday. And we will talk to you one more episode for episode 31 of Fresh Art 5 tomorrow on Friday, the 30th of July. And we're halfway through my summer. All right. Bye-bye. Hey, PLN, July 30th, 2021 out here for fresh air at five, not at five because it's sunny out now. I slept in. I was tired. Take that break on yourself. Give yourself a moment to get some more rest if you need to get more rest because you're important and that's an important thing to be aware of yourself as you push and do things. All right, many of you are back to school and uh, I'm applauding you and I am off for another month. We're at the end of July. I have all of August off and I start back on September 8th. So I'm thankful for that. I'm enjoying my learning that I'm doing during the summer. Adobe Creative Educator Level 1. Gonna try to get Level 2 done. And so just keeping my mind going, keeping it going because I don't need to get bored because when I get bored, then I don't feel as great. And when I sit on the couch and don't get out for my morning walk, I don't feel as great either. So that's why I'm up now and not staying home. All right, this morning as I listen to a podcast, I listen to The Innovator's Mindset. Uh, and I don't know if there's an episode number. I don't think so, George. You don't put episode numbers on yours, I don't think. But uh, it's the highlights for July 2021. And it was great to hear sound bites from all the episodes that you released in July. And uh, it was exciting to go, uh, hey, I remember that interview. I remember that podcast and uh, being able to go back and take a listen, uh, you know, in a, in a curated way. And so thanks for putting those things together. Appreciate it. Have a fabulous day, everybody. Got another podcast list to talk to you soon. Bye-bye. 
One more thing for July 30th, 2021. I just listened to the Wired Educator podcast, episode 204 with Kelly Croy, and he had guest on Jennifer Lee Quattrucci, and she is an aspiring principal working on her education for that. She has written a book called Educate the Heart, talking about off-screen activities that Kate grade six or grade five students can use and teachers can use in their classroom spaces and a resource that is helpful for growing your capacity uh, for off screen. And now I appreciate that, Jennifer, but I'm an on screen guy and it's about not consuming, but about creating. And how are we creating in our online and on screen compared to consuming? So my consumption is that I listen to podcasts on a regular basis, but I do create create graphics, I create responses, I create and make so that I can um, share those with the world. So uh, that's one thing that I do uh, in my on-screen. So I think it's important that we be mindful of our on-screen, but what do we do with that on-screen? I had pushback from a pre-service kindergarten teacher asking that same question. Well, don't we want our kids to be off-screen? And I would say, what are you doing? if you're on screen what if what are the students doing if they're sitting on an ipad working on an ipad so those are my thoughts all right so thanks kelly for having jennifer lee on and as you shared your story it was inspiring and uh, best of luck as you step into this and you've been a kindergarten teacher for many many years and that impresses me because kindergarten teachers are awesome and rock stars so thanks for doing what you're doing and all the other kindergarten teachers out there listening appreciate you guys have a fabulous day talk to you soon and this is the end of the friday of the up next in my podcast list of podcasts to listen to um i feel compelled because i'm recording for episode 31 of fresh air at five to actually walk on july 31st tomorrow so i will be putting out one more segment for this podcast that will be airing at the end of next week happy day bye-bye Happy Saturday, July 31st, PLN. It's uh, the last segment of episode 31 of Fresh Air at Five, my podcast. And so I had to come out today because this is the last time it's going to happen that the episode number and the 31st day of the month is going to happen. And I'm going to pay attention to that. So we're getting into longer after this. And because of that, I won't be able to say this is episode so-and-so on said day of the same thing. Okay. So for me, that's funny. That's weird because numbers kind of make sense and are meaningful to me. So that's why I just thought I would make that connection. All right. So this afternoon, as I'm out walking for fresh air at five on the 31st of August, Nope, 31st of July. Um, I listened to the Staff Room Podcast, the fifth episode of their summer series with um, Andrea Samadhi, who is uh, the host of Neuroscience Meets SEL Podcast. She has a couple of books. She is involved in this work in Arizona and around the country now and the, the world. And so it was great, Andrea, to hear you talk about the brain science behind SEL. And a little bit more because this guy here gets why we have to know who we are, know how to self-regulate ourselves as teachers, but we also have to 
have those things understood before we can get at those things with our students and see them so that they can affect their outcomes and their behavior and their learning. And so this whole area of SEL is a big deal. It's important. It is a buzzword right now, but I don't want it to stay as a buzzword. And Shay, you've been doing it for longer than it's been a buzzword. So that's encouraging because there's hope for all of us that we can continue this on beyond it fading and stop being a trend. Um, but it'll become normal. It'll become the normal that we do. I like how you have on a worksheet the growth mindset box and have students write in there something they're struggling with so that we can see where they're coming from and that they can have growth about it. One more thing for July 31st, 2021. Uh, still as I'm reflecting on the summer series with Andrea Samadhi on the Staff Room Podcast with Chan Pav, I wasn't done talking. Typically I'm not. And so that growth mindset box, having the students reflect and record their thinking, I think is really important. While I was in teacher's training school at Simon Fraser University, I took a course called Mathematical Thinking for Educators. And it was not a course about math. It was about a course about SEL. And at the time, I didn't understand what that meant. We were supposed to keep a math journal. We were supposed to write down our aha moments. We were supposed to write down the things that frustrated about this math problem. And I think that really helped me set a course from the very get-go about me being reflective and me being vulnerable with my students. Um, my first year I taught Essentials Math 11, and uh, I was like, why do I need to teach this? But it was fantastic to work with students and see them struggle, and me being able to be there, being an academic math type, to go, you know what, there is struggle. And that math course that I took, that mathematical thinking course I took in university was really insightful to me and has still continued to this day to make a difference for me. So I work with our low math kids, the ones that have been streamed, which is another whole conversation. You can listen to a conversation that uh, Jason Toe had with Chan Pav about streaming and de-streaming. I think that was Jason Toe. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was somebody else. But anyhow, um, you know, that whole thing really helped me understand how students are struggling and how, you know, math is not their identity. Their identity is so much more than the academics and their their academic success that there's a whole lot of person there beyond how they do in school all right thanks for listening appreciate it and that's all for this episode of this today's daily segment and episode 31 of fresh air at five the podcast go click subscribe if you're not listening please i'd appreciate that and give a review on apple Podcasts. keep this thing going happy day happy month bye-bye As my one word for 2021 is appreciate, I appreciate you giving me a listen as I've created this podcast experience for you. It's a unique Blinkist or Coles Notes version of the content I take in, like a highlight reel so that you can hopefully find other interesting podcasts you may not have considered before. I've recorded the specific podcast episodes in the show notes for your learning convenience. Please subscribe so you don't miss any of my upcoming episodes. And if you enjoy this podcast and its format, share it with someone else. 
tweet about your experience, or give it a review on Apple Podcast or wherever you listen to podcasts. Fresh Air at 5 can also be found on Voice Ed Radio. Your voice is right here and on the Education Podcast Network. Podcast for educators, podcast by educators. I hope you have a fantastic day and get some fresh air before the day is out and take care of yourself because you're worth it.